Showtime. Let everything go and just nerd. What up? Is old Kenny here with you for a brand new episode of the Kenny Ho Show. How are you? I hope all is well. So at this point in the game, I may be a bit of a poser. Actually, I was thinking about it the other day. I'm like, huh, I keep telling people to nerd out. And I used to reference this as nerd talk. It's not really that nerdy anymore now, is it? Now, I used to be nerd talk all day long with this being an Arrow and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. review show, essentially. But I haven't done that in a really long time. Like It's gotten to the point where I'm like, oh, so a couple of major trailers were dropped at Comic-Con, but uh, I have no idea what Comic-Con it is. Is it the San Diego Comic-Con? Like, that's the biggest one, right? I'm going to assume that these guys are dropping these major trailers at a major convention. And Although I would assume the New York one's a big one, too. I've been to the Toronto one, which is okay. It's pretty good. I went to the Vancouver one, which back in the day was out of a church. It was only five bucks to get in or ten bucks to get in, but I felt majorly ripped off because it was literally just a bunch of comic book vendors or maybe some loser, I mean, whose mama died and he had to move out of her basement and had to sell all the long boxes of comics. There was no cosplaying. There was no photos to be had. You didn't want to take a photo with anyone there because whereas... With Toronto Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con, there's plenty of cosplaying babes that you want to remember forever and ever and ever, amen. But over at the Vancouver Comic Con, it was just a bunch of 40 something either fat or balding or fat and balding guys that you would buy the comic books from them, hand them the $20 bill, and be like, just keep the change. I don't want you touching my hand when giving me the change. You're gross, sir. That's what I'm getting at. That's coming from me. Those women were just being shallow. They're telling you the truth. I'm a man. I'm not trying to sleep with you, and I'm going to assume you're not trying to sleep with me, yet I still find you repulsive. I hope you make enough money off this Comic-Con to buy yourself a grave or a big ol' anchor. Just fasten that to your ankles and bloop, right into the lake, bud. I remember being younger and sitting around the computer, reading on different websites, different rumors... And fan theories about about who was going to show up to San Diego Comic-Con, what they were going to bring, what was going to happen. And I'm pretty certain it's at San Diego Comic-Con every year where they used to bring Smallville. They used to have a Smallville panel and they used to bring the upcoming season trailer. And it was always the thing I looked forward to in the summer. Now, I'm not so certain that it hasn't already passed. And even if it did, I really don't care. Is this what being defeated sounds like and feels like? It's not that bad. Sounds way worse than it actually is, I guess. I managed to get out of bed this morning. Defeated makes it sound like you can't. And for whatever reason, I feel like your jaw would hurt. I mean, the only thing that hurts now is my feelings because I'm so soft and emotionally troubled. Physically, I'm fine. 
I mean, I'm pretty fat, but outside of that, I'm pretty good. I'm a picture of health outside of that. No, I'm not a picture of health. In fact, I should post a picture of me and then uh, they should put me in a, like a medical journal or something. Be like, this guy is everything you don't want to be. Well, phase one anyway. Those guys from the Vancouver Comic Con, that's like phase two and three. You definitely don't want to be like that. You should kill yourself if you ever get to that point in your life. Because they're defeated and not Asian. I'm a broken mess, but at least I look 10 years younger than I actually am. What up? But quickly, before I forget, as I was saying, San Diego Comic Con, a couple of iconic trailers were dropped. And for one of them, I'm saying iconic out of respect for a, a movie... I don't know, legend, I guess. Certainly a Scientology legend. Good old Tom Cruise and his uh, Top Gun spinoff, Maverick. I've never even seen the original, so I have no idea what this dude's about. I have zero idea about what this movie's going to be about. Like, the whole time he's, like, flying his jet real cool-like. Like, uh, so is some somebody going to attack him? Somebody going to blow up his friends? The Taliban, the Taliban's still a thing. Have they moved on from the Taliban? Could this movie answer that question for me? Because if it does, I'll, I'll give them 10 bucks. I'll give Netflix 15 bucks or whatever I pay now. I'm not going to the theater to watch this bullshit. Like from that trailer, it sounded like the villain was his superior, which I get, which I get is a... You know, I think we can all understand the employee versus the boss type of situation. But I hope that's not the movie. That'd be pretty mundane. My boss expected me to do things that were unrealistic. Or at least in an unrealistic time frame. Why I'm so mad, I've, I'm going to fly this jet around and blow off some steam. I mean, my life's pretty pointless, but I feel like I should use my time a little bit better than that. So, I don't know. Is anyone excited about Top Gun Maverick? I feel like Tom Cruise isn't even excited about Top Gun Maverick. Like, remember back in the day he was, like, jumping on couches because he was nailing some broad? If this movie is going to be a big deal, there's a good chance it pays him, like, $50 million. You know how many, You know how excited I would be? Yes, don't get me wrong. Katie Holmes is pretty fine, but $50 million, do you know how many Katie Holmes I could buy with that? None. Because you can't buy love and women aren't objects. Officially, of course. Unofficially, we all know they hoes. But the trailer that I'm super excited about, that also dropped uh, last night, I guess. Or actually, I shouldn't date these. I shouldn't, I shouldn't let you know that it's taken me like 72 hours to go from recording to editing and putting it up. So, retake. So the trailer that dropped within the past week that I am excited about is Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. I won't recap too much of it because I actually posted a blog about this on uh, the old KennyHoShow.com. You should uh, check that out from time to time. You know, on here, I mostly talk about things that I find amusing and uh, usually dislike, but hopefully could find some humor in whatever horrible project people are up to. But on the KennyHoShow.com, I try to strictly focus on things that I like. That's why I post so sporadically. Now, if you've been listening for a really long time, if you've been listening since the Real Talk era, then you know I started a podcast because I used to listen to Kevin Smith religiously 
his Hollywood Babylon podcast, Smodcast, Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. And he would always say, just go start one. Go find a friend and start one. I'm like, well, I go do one or two of those things. So Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes are very special to me. So it was really cool to see a trailer for a movie that's not a vehicle for his daughter to make it in the biz with or some weird horror thing experiment project he was doing, but a full-blown Kevin Smith, Jay Muse, Jay and Silent Bob movie to be released. I do have a couple gripes about it. Like, it's a little too sweary for me. Uh, I'm not really 12 anymore. This really doesn't... This really doesn't get me going, you know? But what the hell? There seems to be some good jokes in it. A lot of cameos with a lot of familiar faces from people who put a smile on my face. From Q of the Impractical Jokers, who puts a smile on my face because he's a good dude and, and really funny. To Melissa Benoist, Benoit. Melissa B. Supergirl. Supergirl who puts a smile on my face because she's sexy. What up? But looking forward to that. And speaking of the KennyHoShow.com, I know for the past two or three years, every single year in the month of July, in and around this time, I usually post, you know, after a year of not posting, I'll post about Amazon Prime Day and how shitty Amazon Prime Day was. Bigger than Boxing Day? I don't know about that. I don't know what the definition is. I mean, if your standard is, technically, we have more crap that's on sale than the crap that's on sale during Boxing Day. Yeah, I think I think that's accurate. I think they're telling the truth on that level. But that's the problem. The, wor- the key word to all of this is crap. Year after year, it was just like hand cream for 20% off. What loser is waiting all year long to stock up on hand cream at 20% off? And, and I'm poor. I feel like that's just one of those things. You're like, oh, damn, I'm out, of a, I'm out of hand cream. I'll just go buy a bottle. It's really not worth having dry, chalky, flaky skin holding out for what really equates to about uh, 59 cents off a bottle of hand cream if I wait till Amazon Prime Day. So for two or three years, it was amazing, but not the way they wanted you to believe. It wasn't amazing with amazing sales. It was amazing how horrible the sales were, how laughable some of the sales were. But this year, the same could not be said. This year, the highlight wasn't a dozen coat hangers for a dollar fifty off. This year, Amazon Prime Day actually had cool shit on sale, like TVs for like twenty to forty percent off, computers, a pretty damn good PlayStation Four bundle for like three, three or four hundred bucks with a couple games, and a bunch of shit that people would actually want. Stuff that non-psychopathic people would actually want. Stuff that non-legendarily cheapskate people would actually want. I'm like, God damn it, Bezos, of all the things to listen to feedback on, this is the one thing, the one piece of content I knew I had in the bag year in and year out for the CannyHoShow.com. I was starting a tradition, ragging on your new tradition. And now all I can do is pout about it? 
and buy a bunch of shit off your site. Don't mistake the smile on my face as I'm happy that you're getting it together. I'm I'm thrilled about the deals, not about losing a gag on the oldkennyhoshow.com. Have you ever seen the show Happy Endings? It starred Alicia Cuthbert, I think one of the Wayans brothers, and a bunch of people I've not seen before or after this show, but I love them all. Love this show. This, to me, Happy Endings is the greatest sitcom of all time. It puts Friends to shame. It even puts Seinfeld to shame. Where those shows are more like a laugh a minute, this show's a laugh a second. I love all the characters. They're all like my friends. I mean, like, I think of these characters as my friends. Not that I have six entire friends and they're all like these people. Nah, my friends are alright, but they're no Penny Hearts. Penny Hearts is my spirit animal. And one of the characters, the token gay guy, Max, what a zany guy. I love him. He's so cool. He's so funny. He's outrageous. And you'd never know he was gay, except they keep hammering it home. You know, he's a little bit flamboyant, but it just makes him all the more lovable and charming. But he does it in such a kooky, zany way, you don't take him seriously. Until they make you take the gay thing seriously. I was sitting there for a second and it hit me. I'm like, huh, I guess I am a bigot. Because they're doing this serious angle like he had fallen in love with this dude. And so he got all sentimental. He he expressed his love for the man in a, that you know, even the words in my mouth. Uh, and it's not, it's not about me. It's still disgusting me. But he's uh, using this grand gesture to express his romance or whatever. And I was just like, I was confused. I'm like, what is going on right now? These are two two men, two chums that's having a discussion that should be exclusively be between a man and a woman in mood lighting that I'm only familiar with from film and TV. But the people on screen when this mood lighting happens is always exclusively between a man and a woman. What's happening right now? And then they finish the episode by getting onto a horse and buggy, like a carriage situation together. Which again, is a goal of mine to someday be able to take a beautiful woman on a nice carriage ride. And then the two of them, these two men, you strike me as bros, as homies. As guys who who have beers together and watch the game together, they start kissing. They start full out making out. And I was like, oh, so is this what gay is? Oh, I can see why people really don't care for this. I can see why people get real upset and are full out against this. Dedicate their lives to preventing this type of stuff from happening. It's quite off-putting. Even for someone who's usually too distracted by his mental health issues to pay attention to much else, I didn't much care for it. After seeing this, I'm like, oh, I guess uh, I am plenty uncomfortable with uh, gay guys. I suppose I will cross them off the list of people I'm willing to be friends with. Man, 2019's been a rough year for crossing off minority groups. First it was black guys, now the gays. What's next? Jews? Oh, I better not have dinner or a beer or anything with a Jewish guy. And then he's like, oh yeah, I'll just go uh, take this phone call. And then he leaves and then I'm stuck with the bill. 
because he's, you know, pinching a penny real hard. I'm like, yikes, another stereotype that rings true and has ruined my respect, eh, at least indifference with these another, yet another minority group. 2019. And finally, have you seen these square space, uh, this campaign, I guess, because there's so many of them, these ads on YouTube? What the hell's ad block? Now, even if I weren't computer illiterate and could figure out ad block, I still wouldn't use it. Not out of some sort of noble, well, you know, somebody's got to pay for these videos. YouTubers have to make their money somehow. I don't give a shit. I'm no longer a YouTuber. And I am, let's just say, quite the opposite of deeply invested in Tiffany Alvord doing well at this point in the game. So I don't really care about that. But if I blocked YouTube ads, that's potentially content that I'm denying myself and this show and you. And this is case in point, because those Squarespace commercials are so horrible, I don't know who the hell wrote them, and more importantly, who the hell thought they were a good idea and good enough of a of concept to go into production and then release it to the masses in a massive way. Like, every single commercial at this point that I come across on YouTube is one of these damn Squarespace commercials. They're horrible. Now, I'm sure Squarespace put millions of dollars into this campaign with the sole purpose of hopefully convincing someone like me, someone who does have a brand, I guess something to sell, to sign up and build their website using Squarespace. Well... They got to fire whoever, whichever art director or whatever who came up with this bullshit because they've done quite the opposite. These ads make me want to never use Squarespace. And I get kind of what they're going for. They're like, well, if these whack jobs with their loony, crazy ideas have a website, why don't you? Great question, but I don't want to be associated with these psychopaths. I'll use something else. Or just not have a website. I have a podcast. You know how annoying it would be if I had to, A, as a listener, go to a website that's not part of my regular routine to listen to said podcast. And for me as the podcaster to not just post on SoundCloud, but then go over to Squarespace and post on there. I know I'm wasting my life away, but I prefer not to waste any of it doing a necessary second step. And if the argument is, hey, if you have a Squarespace site, your listenership would be better, I doubt that. I think at this point, outside of me becoming a a serial killer and then being busted for my crimes and then, you know, my name and podcast being scattered all over the news, which for whatever reason brings these sadistic, twisted sons of bitches to want to listen to my podcast, shot at, ain't happening. And as I said, I don't want to be affiliated with these people. I don't want to be affiliated with that that phony gangster white guy who's probably gotten his ass kicked like a hundred times in his life for looking like he does, talking like he does, and behaving like he does. And I'm usually not an advocate for bullying people and harming people based on the way they look and talk. But if this dude has not gotten his ass kicked ever... I suggest that change because he's now probably confident, feeling important. So he's only going to get more annoying and more boastful with his 
bullshit, phony Brooklyn bravado thing. Yeah, he must have gotten his ass kicked, right? This guy's like from New York. You probably get beaten up for being on the wrong side of the street or something. I think that's why this commercial is of him waist up. He's probably paraplegic? Oh, that would have been so much funnier if I weren't such an uncultured swine and knew my, my paralyzations. Quadra is four, right? So that would be arms and legs. Para, is that two? Jess's legs? Let me retake that. This guy must have gotten his ass kicked, right? He's from Brooklyn. There's no way that some Latino or some black guy didn't beat this guy senseless for sounding like a parody caricature of a guy from Brooklyn. Is that why this commercial is shot from the waist up? Because he's a paraplegic in a wheelchair? He had it coming. He deserves it. Streetwear for dogs? Not the worst idea. I mean, it's a bad idea in the sense of what's in good taste, what's not douchey. But it's a good idea because there's a lot of douchebags in the world who will definitely think they're cool by dressing up their pets like a, like a real G. But... Who in their right mind will buy anything from this dude? Like, if think about it. If he sold you pets wear, you know, he folded up the clothes in a box, handed you the box. The second you leave the store, you're rummaging through that box to make sure this guy didn't try to sneak some coke on you, right? Just to make sure he's not trying to make you a mule. I've never trusted this guy with anything legit. Like, the only business this guy should ever try to run is like selling knockoff goods, right? Out of a Chinese mall. Oh no, it's not a bad idea for you white man to go try to take bread out of a dirtbag Chinese man's mouth by selling counterfeit goods at Pacific Mall. They will not beat you up and make you a quadriplegic. But in all seriousness, if I'm going to buy a pair of knockoff Nikes and this guy's selling it to me, I'm like, whatever, I don't expect this guy to be a proper gentleman. I'll definitely be paying in cash so he doesn't steal my credit card information. But I would definitely not buy anything to do with my pets from a guy that looks like a serial sex offender. In fact, if I worked at a shelter, this guy shows up and he's trying to adopt a cat or a dog or something. I'm like, no, sir, these animals deserve better. They deserve a home where the chances of them having to engage in some unwanted and forced upon sexual intercourse is not the likely outcome of this transaction. You get out of my face, you douchebag. Like, I guess the least annoying of all these ads is that white couple who's, uh, who's trying to set up a site for their wedding. Granted, it's probably the most scandalous one because I have no doubt in my mind that that woman's fiancé is definitely gay. If he ain't a fluff, I don't know who is. Max is less of a fluff than this guy. Like, if Max would stop blatantly telling everybody that he's gay, I would never know. But this guy, every time that commercial comes on, my gaydar goes right off the roof. To the point, I'm like, how can I warn this lady that she's his beard? I mean, she should know by now, because... They've been in a six-year relationship, and they've only consummated their relationship twice. I know he keeps telling you that he wants to save you for marriage, and that he wants you chaste and such, but, I mean, look at his facial expression. The couple times that you two have done it, he really doesn't seem like he enjoys it at all, right? And isn't it a little weird he keeps calling you Dave? Smack my ass, Dave. 
And instead of giving kisses, he gives high fives. And his shoe collection is ten times greater than yours, lady. And doesn't he love gossip a little too much for your liking? But the absolute worst one is that scary black chick, right? Okay, I mean, the absolute worst one is that strong black woman, right? This place is a sinking ship. I better get out of here. Yeah, you sound like a real ray of sunshine, eh? Like, this one, I literally run to my computer. If I'm away from the computer, I run to my computer to hit skip ad. Because she strikes me as the type of person that like 30 seconds into this ad, not only is she not dressing her pets in streetwear, she is skinning a cat, you know? This woman's definitely a bitch. I don't know her personally. I've been out of the game for a long time. I really don't know any actors at this point. But I don't need to know her personally. One look at her. And I know they say don't judge a book by its cover. But you gotta sometimes judge a book by its cover. Especially if that cover is screaming. This lady is an angry bitch with a chip on her shoulder. And a bone to pick with everybody. Like you know the type. You know these scary black women. Strong black woman, a.k.a. nosy bitch, no chill bitch. Everybody's wronged me even though they've never met me and they owe me type of bitch. The holy shit, lady. I'm not your baby daddy who walked out on you. A little germane there. I never owned a slave. I'm not the police. You need to calm yourself, woman. Now, even though this was a fictional situation... She doesn't actually work for a company that's going out of business. Yeah, they're making her like an executive, right? <laughs> oh, this woke bullshit. But let's say, hypothetically, some poor bastard did hire this woman to be in the position she's in. And now the company's failing and she hates everybody. She hates how she's treated. She wants to get the hell out of there. Even though it's not real, I am 100% certain it's her fault. People not liking her, she doesn't feel welcome, she doesn't want anything to do with the place, all completely on her. Everybody else is trying to make it work, everybody else is trying to have a good time, no drama, just get through life, just make my money, I'm at work, just make my money, make the best of this situation. I'd rather be a superstar, movie star somewhere else, but... It is what it is. Let's make the most of it. Oh no, this freaking rain cloud just walked in. This Laquisha is going around ramboing everyone with her words. Like, was this bitch born of scorn or something? Why does she hate everybody and everything? Oh, somebody's standing up to her. They're not taking, being pushed around lightly. Oh, she, oh, uh, yeah, there we go. She's playing the black card again. Don't like me because I'm black. Trying to get me out of here because I'm black. No, lady. It's not because you're black that we don't like you. Look at Darnell over there. Darnell's black and he fits right in. Hell yeah, for sheezy, my brother. No, we don't like you because you're a mean, horrible person. Why say her name was Laquisha? You're a mean, horrible person, Laquisha. This place is a sinking ship because you've given all your colleagues PTSD with your fracking bullshit. Nobody can do their jobs properly because of you. I hope your next job is with that dog guy. I feel like you're the type of person who wouldn't even care this guy's like molesting children on the side. Long as I make my paper. Alright, that's it. That's episode 206.
seven. That's the latest episode of the Kenny Ho Show. I hope you had a great time. We'll talk again pretty soon. Not like 20 minutes from now soon. Oh, I guess an update. If you bet against me on the working out more than four days, you would have lost. You would owe me a bucket of greasy, dirty old chicken. I'm a handful of workouts in. I'm still fat, don't, but don't get me wrong. I, I still don't eat very well. But at least I would have won a bet, even though nobody officially shucked my hand on this bet. So uh, I guess I'll just still buy my own chicken, which I probably shouldn't eat. And it's counteracting the, the workouts. It's just a conundrum of and cycle of pain now, isn't it? All right, you go have yourself a great week. We'll talk again. I'll talk to you next time on The Kenny Ho Show. And now, it's nap time. Toodles!